0: Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Ferrey
1: And Bridget Spackman. And we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. You know what I just realized, Bridget? What is that? I'm no longer going to be able to say I'm Michelle Ferrey because oh technically
0: gosh. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I guess, can be, you know what? I tell you what. I'm going to continue to say Michelle Frey through the end of the calendar year. And then next year, I will start saying Michelle Emerson. That's, That's what a I just good plan. decided. That's okay. a good plan. So today we are going to be sharing seven tips that will help you tackle the chaos of the holiday season, even when you are super busy as a teacher. And I know when I say that, you all know exactly what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, I feel like the holidays are always such a busy time because we have so much going on with school and it's like you feel the hustle and bustle going on. But before we get into everything, let's hear a TSH from a top teacher. I'm trying so hard to be productive, but holiday movies on Netflix keep sucking me in. Ever since I watched one on a day off, Netflix keeps recommending them to me, and I can't say no. Before I know it, I have watched two or three movies, and I've gotten nothing done. Listen, I feel like I totally relate to you. Now, I know that this is probably a last year's movie, but I watched one with the girl who was from like the the high school movie, musical show. What, do you know her name, Michelle? What's her name? Well, okay. Vanessa Hudgens was the yes. main girl. Okay. <laughs> so Vanessa Hudgens. And so I saw, I think it was a night Christmas, a Christmas night or something. And I got hooked. And so ever since watching that first one, I I'm right there with you, top teacher. I am doing the exact same thing and it's a problem. <laughs> well, I am currently wearing a sweatshirt that says it's Hallmark movie season.
0: And typically I pack up all of my holiday clothing and whatnot and then wear it the next year. But this sweatshirt never got packed up from last year. So I've been wearing this sweatshirt year round because I feel like it's always applicable. But personally,
1: I love putting on a movie and then doing stuff on my laptop like that is my jam. Yeah, I completely. Well, I get distracted, but I can see your point there. And yes, it is always Hallmark season. I agree with you on that. So we know that the holidays tend to be really, really crazy. And when we first kind of start thinking about holiday season, I don't know about y'all, but I really think about the movie Home Alone. I loved Home Alone as as a kid. Like I even had the Nintendo games that went along with Home Alone. (laughs) Is this showing my age? (laughs) Well, I'm going to let you in on a secret. I feel like Home Alone is one of
0: those classic movies. I did not see it until about two years ago. Billy made me watch it. I never saw it growing up. I know, I know. Oh
1: my gosh, that's crazy. Well, in the movie Home Alone, there's like that part in the very beginning where everybody's running around like crazy in in the house, right? And there's that police officer who we find out to be is the bad guy. And um, they're all like running around back and forth. The kids are going crazy. And that's what I feel like with the holidays. Everyone's just running around. The parents end up forgetting Kevin, poor sweet Kevin. (laughs) And this entire time you're thinking, How in the world did they forget one of their kids? But when you have the chaos of the holidays, this could totally happen. I mean, (laughs) let's just be honest. It has probably happened to one other person out there, right? Oh, I,
0: I guarantee it. Now, in this episode, instead of focusing on your life in the classroom and how crazy that can be, this episode is really going to be geared toward your life outside of the classroom. We all know the holidays are going to look different this year because of COVID, but some of the things that we need to do aren't going to change. Like We're still going to be buying gifts. We're still going to be decorating. So we are going to share seven tips that are really going to help you during this time and be able to get all of those things done while still doing your job as a teacher, whether you're virtual, in the classroom, hybrid, who knows what even is still going on at this point.
1: So let's go ahead and dive into the very first tip. So the first tip is to create a reoccurring checklist for the holidays that you can use every single year. Now, you can either choose to do this in the very beginning, like sit down, have a day, and just try to type out as many things as possible that you can think of that are applicable to this time of the year. And I'll get to some examples in just a second. Um, or you can just kind of, as the the year, the season goes along, you can just start adding things to this checklist, whichever one works well, um, just along that by the time you get to the end of the holiday season, you have a reoccurring checklist that you can use next year so that it will help reduce that stress. So uh, we like to keep things digital in this life. So keep it into a notes app. Um, If you use iCloud, then you can always have access to this Um, or you can have it into a Google Drive. Google Keep is also a good one, but I personally wouldn't keep it there because then I think I would always constantly be looking at it. So I prefer either Notes app or Google Drive uh, document. Now, some of the items for this are going to be like decorating your house, buying gifts, wrapping presents, buying food, making dinners. If you're somebody that hosts different parties, then you need to write some of those items down. If you're gonna end up visiting people, having some of these items that you know for a fact that you do every single year uh, will be helpful to have on this list. And keep in mind, there will probably be things that you will
0: forget and when they come up, just make sure you add them to your list. Or if there are things that you're not doing this year, Bridget mentioned those holiday parties, most likely you're not doing those this year, but go ahead and add them to your list because hopefully, oh my goodness, hopefully next year it's back to normal and you will be doing those things. You want to make sure that you have the list ready to go. And I just thought about this. You could actually create like a separate, you know, Thanksgiving list and then a separate Christmas list or you could put them all together. It really depends on how yeah. much you have going on.
1: Yep. I agree with that. Okay. Moving on to tip two. So for the second tip is to create reminders for important dates. Now put them on your calendar and set a reminder, like a day, two days, whatever you need to do in order to ensure that you're prepared. Um, Have your important dates listed in your calendar. Now, one really fun top tip is to, in the description, is to add in details about what you need to bring or what you need to do ahead of time So that way you're feeling so much more prepared and you're not waiting until the very last minute to get things done. I love having events on my calendar because then they show up on my Apple
0: Watch. And so when I wake up, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do today? And I literally have a list right there. So let's give you an example. This is great for those recurring things like buying gifts. You can actually set a deadline. Like let's say you want to have all of your gifts bought by December 14th go ahead and put that date in your calendar and say like last day to buy gifts or something like that. And then you can add a reminder for maybe December 7th that says you have one week left to buy gifts. And then November 30th that says you have two weeks left. It's basically like you're setting an appointment with yourself so that you don't forget or end up putting it off.
1: So you know what I was thinking about? I feel like this year and I would be so curious to hear from our top teachers to see if they feel the same way. I don't know if it's maybe just having to stay at home. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit more prepared this year for the holidays than what I normally am. And maybe it's just because I'm staying home more often. I'm not doing as much traveling, um, but I still have a lot of things that I need to get done. So having some of these reminders in there is going to be really helpful so that I can really enjoy the holidays for once because I don't feel like I've been doing that as much recently in the past years.
0: Yeah, I'm actually already almost done all of my Christmas shopping. Now keep in mind Bridget and I are actually recording this toward the end of November. I don't think I've ever, ever had my Christmas shopping done this early, but because I'm sitting at home, I've just been going online and like placing my orders. Whenever I have a spare 15, 30 minutes, I'll go on and do some shopping. And I feel like it's really helped kind of alleviate some of that stress. Um, And keep in mind that if you are wanting to order from like a small business, which I highly recommend everyone does this year, mm-hmm. they may not be doing online delivery at least as frequently as what Amazon would do, right? You can go on and order from Amazon and have it in two days. Mm-hmm. If you're ordering from a small business, you might need to put that order in early to give them enough time to actually get it to you before Christmas,
1: Yeah, Michelle, I'm definitely trying to order as much as possible from small businesses this year just to be able to help them out because I know that they've taken such a hit over this year. Um, And so it's just my way of trying to give back and and support other families that are out there that are trying to do great things. So uh, definitely try to order from those small businesses. Uh, Tip number three is to create a system for gathering gift ideas. Now, I feel like every year we've done this a little bit differently in my family but um i know for my kids teachers to typically like at the very beginning of the year or you could do this now if you wanted to end up doing this now um I will send a little page home and it just has like a list of favorites, like what's your favorite type of fast food? What's your t- favorite place to shop at? What's your favorite candy? What's your favorite uh, drink? All of the things that I can possibly just kind of gather that are very no, like non holiday They're just very generic favorites. Um, so I'll send this these with my kids. They'll have their teachers fill them out and then the teachers will send them back to me. And what's really nice is that I can use this all year long to send them little surprises prizes throughout the year. And it's just, I don't know, as a teacher, like getting like a Hershey chocolate bar, which it's not a ton, right? It, it is, you can go and get one at a dollar store fairly cheap, but it's just that feeling of, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me. Like something as simple as that just brings joy and just brings happiness to other people. So that's a really easy idea to be able to um, get some ideas floating around for your kids' teachers. I love that idea, Bridget. I've never had a parent actually give me a survey
0: but this is awful. So we have a Google site for our grade level. And so each teacher has a page where we have a little bit of information about ourselves. And I built it into each of our pages where we list out our favorites so that way no one (laughs) even has to ask, like they are there for you. And because we love doing things digitally, what Bridget just mentioned, creating this survey, it doesn't have to be a paper survey. We all know, even teachers, like we don't really like paper, right? Like when you get another paper and you're like, oh, I have to fill this out. You could actually send it to them has a Google form. Just send the link in an email. That way, the teacher can open it up, fill it out in just a few minutes, and you already have the information. You don't have to worry about that paper getting lost in your child's backpack or locker. And you can then reuse that same form every single year, which is really helpful. Obviously, I do not have children, okay? I have fur babies, and they do not have teachers that I have to buy gifts for. So personally, I keep a note in my notes app. We've already mentioned the notes app. And what I do is I list gift ideas whenever I think of them throughout the year. So if Billy and I are doing something, I'm like, oh, I really need to get him this or we really need this. I will add it to that list so that when my parents come to us or Billy's parents come to us and they're like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I feel like typically my answer is, I don't know, like we don't really need anything. I already have a curated list of all of those little things that I thought of. And this year, I actually created a shared note with my mom, which I was very proud of her for embracing this because typically technology is not her jam. But I created a note and I put like stocking stuffer ideas for Billy and I and then ideas for like she wanted like a, a general gift idea for me. So I put that on there because it was in the notes app. I was able to put links to specific things so she knew exactly what to get us. And then I just shared the note with her, so it got sent to her in a text message. And as I add or change the list, she's able to see those changes instantly, which is really, really nice.
1: Now, another thing that you can end up doing, and I have a story to go along with this, is that you can just kind of keep a notes app for yourself. And so as you observe your family and friends and you notice certain little things, you're going to write that down into your notes app so that you can get it a little bit later on. Now, here's my story. (laughs) So I know that you guys have seen this uh, video of Michelle out there. She had a blog I feel like it was a morning, like a morning routine vlog over the summer. Am I right, Michelle? I feel like she's nodding at me. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Well, this chick sits down in her beautiful little chair and she has her like, I think it was like a coffee. It was like a, and it was like in a mug or it was like an iced coffee. I'm not really sure what it was in it, but she had her drink and she had this giant freaking metal straw. And the girl is like trying so hard to like (laughs) grab the straw with her mouth. I was like, that's it. I'm not for her bridal shower. I went and bought her like little bitty like (laughs) reusable straws that will fit the mug.
0: (laughs) Which I'm not using one right now. I am drinking coffee out of a mug. I only use a straw with iced coffee because I feel like it's weird to drink hot coffee out of a straw, but I'm not using one because of us podcast re- recording. I didn't want the straw to like hit the mug and make noise. But I have a story about using the straws for the first time. <laughs> I had spent years using these straws that were, they, they were pretty massive. Like it was probably twice the height of the mug. So like half of it was sitting in the mug and then half of it was like up above the mug. But I got very accustomed to using that. So then when Bridget gives me these tiny straws, the first time I went to use it, I was like, gasping for air trying to find the straw with my mouth because it was so much shorter than what I was used to so it's taken a little bit of an adjustment but it was a nice gift it's one of those things where it's like oh I'm happy that she remembered this you know so I do think it's nice not only to keep a note of those gift ideas for yourself but also those gift ideas for others I feel like it makes that time um that much better another way to keep track of those would be like Amazon List, a Pinterest board do whatever works for you just yeah. Find a system that is going to work you know, for you and your lifestyle.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move on to tip number four. So tip number four is to create an organizational system that works for your needs. Now, for me, I know that we have a lot of decor that we use throughout the year. Um, we have like The Elf on the Shelf. I don't want to say that too loudly. Um, That we have to use. We have the outdoor and indoor items that I take out. And so, in order to make this easy on myself, versus having to like shuffle and find all of the materials, one thing that I've done is I've started organizing my holidays into large Sterilite containers. Um, This makes decorating, cleaning very easy. I have everything labeled. Um, I've even gone as far. Don't judge me I've even gone as far to writing down what goes in each bucket so then that way I can make sure that I have all the materials put away but then I can also keep like a little list of the outside so that I'm not buying repeats because I tend to do that over the over the holidays now I need to ask you Bridget is your elf on the shelf going to
0: quarantine for two weeks this year (laughs) No.
1: No. I know.
0: Missed opportunity. I thought about
1: it. I did think about it. But I just didn't want to do that. I feel like he's magical. He's not going to get anything. I just didn't want to. I was a horrible parent last year, guys. And I feel like I'm about to, I'm opening up to all of you. I forgot the elf on the shelf last year. (laughs) Maybe your elf
0: had COVID last year. And couldn't come. Maybe,
1: maybe <laughs> he traveled. <laughs> so I, I just really want to go all out this year, especially since um, spoiler alert from one of our episodes that's coming. A few like down the road. I'm just staying home. Um, this year we're not doing any traveling, so I just I want to go big. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, go big, stay home. <laughs> no, I totally get that. Um, good news is, doctor is his name, Doctor
0: Fauci. I think that's his name. I think so. Yeah, he came out and declared that Santa Claus is immune to COVID. So oh,
1: thank good. We got that going thank for goodness. us.
0: Thank goodness. Now I don't have a ton of decor because you know Billy and I don't have kids yet, so I just don't have a lot. In that area, but obviously, I have to organize all of those gifts that I'm getting. As I already mentioned, I do most of my shopping online for the holidays. That's just what's easiest for me. So as all of those boxes start coming in, and you know, Billy starts judging me, I usually pick out like one of the bigger boxes. And typically I break down my boxes and we recycle them, but this big box I will keep intact. And I will put all of the other stuff, so as I open up the boxes and take out the gifts, I will put them all in this box. And it basically becomes just a catch-all. And I'll put it somewhere where it's kind of out of the way, but I can leave it out in the open so it's easy to add gifts to. Right now, it's like in the corner of our kitchen. Keep in mind, I hide Billy's gifts elsewhere. We don't really do a lot for each other. We basically will fill each other's stockings with just little like things that we find for each other, and then that's basically it. Every once in a while, we get each other gifts, but not very often. So, anything I do get for him, I put elsewhere. But having that box of all of you know gifts for our family, gifts for Bridget's kids, like all of those things in one place. It's just a constant reminder for me so I don't forget where I hid stuff. Uh, Story, my parents once got me a Rubik's Cube and they hid it so well they couldn't find it. And it wasn't until I had opened up all of my gifts. They were like, wait a second, like you were supposed to have another gift. And they went around the house and tried to find
1: it. They did not end up finding it until the middle of January. (laughs) Oh, you know that there are other families out there that have done the same exact thing. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) I try not to hide gifts, um, especially if the people that they're for aren't in my house. Like I don't need to hide them. So I leave them out in the open. And even though that might sound like it's not organized, like for me, that is a system that works for my needs.
1: Yeah, Michelle, I actually have all of my kids' gifts because I do have to hide mine. We don't stick ours out until Christmas Eve, you know, after the kids go to bed. So there's no gifts other than like for gifts for other people. But for the kids, we don't put those out. So we will, we have basically our system is my closet because the kids are not allowed to go into my closet. That is where I change. That is my space. Like you are not going in my closet. So I hide them like underneath and behind clothing. Yeah. (laughs) So when you open the door, it doesn't look any different, but it's all like underneath and behind stuff
0: it works. I love that though because again I'm thinking back to my childhood and thankfully this was all after like I, you know, knew that it was my parents but I felt like my dad would try to hide things in the most intricate places and it's like dad <laughs> At one point, we had this big like entertainment center where our TV was. So it had these big columns on the side and a piece that like connected across the top. And it was probably like a foot, maybe two feet down from the ceiling. It was pretty tall, though. And our stairs, when you walk down the stairs, you could see on the top of the entertainment center. And one year, I want to say my like, I don't know, when I was like 16 or something, I had asked for a digital camera and my dad hid it on top of the entertainment center. But when I was walking down the stairs, I could see it sitting up there. And it wasn't wrapped. No, it it wasn't wasn't wrapped. wrapped. And of course, (laughs) I saw it. I don't like surprises. So when my parents were at home, I got a step stool and walked up there so I could look at it in more detail.
1: Okay, can we can we I know we're going on a little bit of a tangent, but can I tell you guys this? Go ahead. Y'all are going to judge me so hard. (laughs) When I was a kid, I got so good at unwrapping the gifts oh and then rewrapping them. That's like evil. That's like another I level. I hate surprises. <laughs> I hate surprises. It's so bad. Now obviously I've gotten much better about it over the years. Um as a kid though I was horrible and my family of course loves to make fun of me for it but it is what it is all right guys let's move on to uh, tip number five now this is one tip that I feel like we talk about a lot on this podcast and do you know why we
0: talk about it a lot because Because it it works works. (laughs) I so let me just here actually
1: Bridget you read the tip and then I have something to say You go, girl. Okay. So here's the tip. Utilize a power list to get things done that might otherwise be put off. Now, a really good example of this is buying gifts. Now, guys, the holidays, I don't know about you, but I feel like the older I get and the busier I get, the faster the holidays seem to fly. And so I feel as though I always have really good intentions at the very beginning of the holidays. But before you know it, it's like Christmas week and I'm stressing to be able to get things. So an example of this are Christmas PJs. Every Christmas Eve, our boys open up gifts, one gift, and it's always the same gift. They're Christmas PJs that they wear to sleep that night. And (coughs) sorry. Sorry. And with that Christmas gift, um, I always seem to like wait until the last minute. And I always like to do like a family PJ thing. Like I want everybody to be pretty matchy just so that we can have our Christmas picture. And I feel like I always wait until the last minute and all the good PJs are gone. Guys, I am happy to report Christmas PJs. Check off my list. Feeling good about it. Did you get Walter a pair of PJs? Oh, Michelle, why would you do that to me?
0: Because this morning when I woke up, I scrolled on Facebook. I'm not proud of it. But I saw um, I'm in this Aldi group, Aldi Nerds. It's an obsession. Um, I love Aldi. And someone had posted in the Aldi Nerds group that they had gotten they sell these PJs that are for like a dog or whatever. But this person bought the PJs for their goats. They had two little baby goats. And it was a video of the baby goats running around in their Christmas PJs. And it was the cutest thing I've ever I seen. I
1: love baby goats. Oh, they're so cute. Now I'm going to have to go and get him a PJ set. Oh. Yeah.
0: Or even just like a little hat that he can wear. Just yeah. something, you know, so he's I'll not left out. Okay. All right. I'm going to do
1: that today.
0: So here's my little rant with the power list. I'm just going to be fully transparent as much as Bridget and I preach this. We are not perfect humans like we also forget about it at times. Or hopefully it's not just me. Bridget, do you also forget about it at times? I, there are days where I forget. Yes. OK, so I kind of go through these like phases and I will be very strict with myself creating the power list and fulfilling the power list. And then I'll go through like a week where I just won't create my power list. And y'all, I get so much more done on those weeks when I very diligently create my power list and get it done. Before you know it, like my to do list is almost all completely gone. And then usually after that is when I stop doing the power list because I'm like, I don't have anything to do. And then before I know it, like my to do list has filled back up again. But If you actually utilize this, you will get so much more done. Like you have to actually do it and then come talk
1: to us if it doesn't work, because I just don't see that happening. (laughs) Yeah, it, it really does work. I see a huge difference when I use my power list.
0: I'm going to introduce sure. tip six because I've not gotten to introduce any of these. <laughs> I know. I've been taking over. I'm it's sorry. Okay. It's OK. I just let you have your moment. But I want to introduce this one because it's another important one to me. It's a favorite for her. It is a favorite. Tip number six is to batch your tasks. So here's an example. We all know wrapping presents is super time consuming. You have to go hunt for the wrapping paper. You have to find the scissors. You have to go find the tape. And most of the time the tape dispenser is empty. So you have to go find a tape (sighs) refill. You have to go get the bows and the ribbons and the tags. And then you wrap like two presents and then you have to go put it all away. I know personally, if I don't put it away, my cats are going to play with that ribbon. Like it's not even an option. (laughs) So instead, it's going to save you so much time to wrap all of your presents or let's say half of your presents in one batch. So maybe you do them all at once or maybe you kind of split them and you do two smaller batches. You might be able like in Bridget's case, maybe she could wrap all of her presents that are for other family members that aren't in her house or, you know, like those types of things. And then she could do all of her kids ones like at a separate time. I actually do do that. Yeah, there you go. I feel like it works so well. And actually, I haven't told you this, Bridget. I was trying to come up with YouTube video ideas for the month of December. And one of the things I decided I'm going to do is like a chat with me while I wrap presents type of thing. So I'm going to record myself while I'm wrapping and like talk to, I mean, it'll just be me talking to a camera, but basically talk to like my YouTube people and just kind of catch them up on my life. And that way it makes that task that much more enjoyable. And then I'm getting my wrapping done and a YouTube video done at once, which is like perfection.
1: That is that is pretty genius right there. All right, can I do tip number seven? Yeah, you can wrap it up. All ah, right, did you see let what me I wrap it there. <laughs> That was a good one. All right. So tip number seven is to utilize small pockets of time. Now, I am notorious for doing this. Um, I specifically had my husband build me a nice little bench area in my kitchen because I like to be able to do this. So a really good example of utilizing these small pockets of time is if you're cooking something. Um, So you might have something in the oven or in my case, I really want a ninja foodie now because Billy has gotten me wanting one so bad. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Billy, this was his like post-wedding purchase. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently it is. And he really wanted a ninja foodie. So I said, you know what, honey, whatever will make your heart happy, go ahead. So he bought one as much as I wanted him to wait till Christmas. Okay. He bought one already, but I will say it is fantastic. And he's been trying all these new recipes. Those of you that don't know, it's basically a slow cooker, and a pressure
1: cooker and an air fryer like all in one. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It looks cool, it looks really cool. So um, I will often spend my time in the kitchen during the evening times especially and I will be cooking something but then I can also use the time in between while I'm waiting for certain things to cook and use that for something else. So a great example would be to order gifts. I mean, y'all I went outside yesterday like to a store it was chaotic and it's COVID and it was chaotic. And so I was like, I'm not doing this again. So I'm going to be doing a lot of my things online this year. (laughs) Um, But you can be ordering from small businesses or Amazon during that time. You can end up opening packages, labeling those packages um, because oftentimes I will get things in and it's like, okay, well, who did I buy this for? So I will oftentimes put a little sticky note with their name on it and then I can wrap it a little bit later on. Uh, You could do inventory checks with your presents to make sure that you have things and uh, figure out exactly what you still need. And you can also be doing more food prep that you need to have ahead of time. So whether you're taking food for some sort of a gathering or you're going to be cooking things for the, the big meal on Christmas Eve, then you can go ahead and start prepping for some of those items so you're not waiting until the last minute.
0: I love that idea. Let's go ahead and refresh our memory on these seven tips. Tip number one was to create a recurring checklist for the holidays that you can reuse every year. Tip number two is to create reminders for important dates. Tip number three is to create a system for gathering gift ideas. Tip number four is to create an organizational system that works for your needs Tip number five is to utilize a power list to get the things done that you might otherwise be putting off. Tip number six is to batch your tasks. And finally, tip number seven is to utilize those small pockets of time. Now, make sure you are still checking our website to stay up to date on all our new podcast episodes and, you know, those little sneaky things that we put out on there sometimes. Only those of you who check our website actually know about this. If you haven't already checked out our website, head over to www.teachingonthedouble.com. While you're on our website, go ahead and submit your TSH, your time-sucking hurdle, for a chance to be featured in one of our future episodes. And we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. We love reading your reviews and how you are implementing our tips and tricks. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.